Welcome back to another episode of the Hazardous Casuals podcast. We are an actual play tabletop RPG podcast using the Genesis narrative dice system. My name is Matt. I am the game master currently, and we are thrilled to be here again for another episode. A few quick things before we jump into our episode. We are finally coming to the end of our Forgotten City arc. We're probably about two episodes away from the beginning of a new arc. And these last few episodes will probably be a little longer. We get into some interesting situations and some combat. So uh, that tends to run a little bit longer with, uh, with everything that happens. This episode is a little odd. Seth did have to step away for a little bit and was not there for the whole episode. You'll notice that he is missing a little bit uh, right after the combat and comes back towards the end of the episode. So you'll notice that we sort of start giving him a hard time and uh, start giving him weird, funny voices. So <laughs> with that, uh, let's check in with our players and and see if our players have purchased any new talents, skill ranks, or anything interesting for their uh, characters. I did want to note I've reached, I've reached dedication. You have reached dedication. Yep. You have you've bought all the way down. Yep. To your first rank of dedication. So I'm assuming agility is the one you took it in. Uh, cunning. Yeah. Cunning. Okay. Cunning. Uh, would you mind explaining to me because I don't know what any of that means? He just okay. increases agility by one. So dedication cunning, cunning. is a, dedication is a talent, a fifth fifth tier, five tier talent that allows you to raise one of your uh, characteristics by one. Okay. Yep. To a maximum of five. That's pretty crazy. Yep. That's pretty dope. Oh yeah. Like for twenty-five XP ain't bad. It's pretty cheap. Uh, I took cutting question so that uh, whenever I uh, try to uh, coerce somebody, um, I can just straight lie instead. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to use uh, deception instead of uh, coercion for checks. So. Gotcha. That sounded pretty in line with Kaji. Yeah, and it also lines up with his cunning. Uh, I'm going to uh, take sneak attack. When aiming, suffer one strain to add pierce two to the attack. Okay, and then the last one is dedication. Anybody else buy anything cool? Any cool toys? I don't know how to use a shield. <laughs> I've just been taking sword blows to the dingus all day. Now I can wield it like it means something. Mm, to the dingus, straight to the dingus. You are a dingus. Hey. Hey. I'm just continuing to lean on my strength as a character. And, uh, <laughs> Forget about mechanics. Experience points. <laughs> Do we have a, a good word from a new sponsor this week? Do we have a good sponsor this week? Jeez, uh, uh, you, you do, guys. I'll get them right up here. Hello. My name's Reginald Aframon III of the Aframon family. Uh, you'll know us from the howling mountain subterranean bioluminescent fields. My grandfather discovered how to use bioluminescence to grow our lavender and juniper berries. Very nice, I'd say. But my father, or the father of the auntie, when he discovered how to use spiderlings to go ahead and tend our crops. That's why we bring all of our lavender and juniper supplies to you at such a low cost. 
Why, they just eat all the bugs attracted to our bioluminescent mushrooms and whatnot growing the fields. It's a wonderful ecosystem, self-contained. Will I, Reginald Aframon III, have fathered up the great innovation of the family by bringing to you, well, let's just call it silk wipes. Because this is the moment that I need to talk to you about. <laughs> Do you ever not feel so fresh down there? Oh, While traveling amongst the fields and roads, it's easy to get dust and clumps of sweat and whatnot in the nether regions. And I've got the, the idea to win you over with silk whites. You see, the spiderlings that grow all of our goods produce this fine silk weave, which I, of course, bundle into perforated sheets and put in a bucket filled with none other than our very own lavender and juniper berries in juice form. It's non-caustic and won't hurt your delicates. I recommend going by to your general store today and buying your nice box of Aframon silk wipes. Now, thank you very much. We'll wipe you soon. Previously, our heroes had become enthralled by the ancient treasure and found themselves trapped inside the great treasure vault of the city with an ancient undead dragon. They realized that this dragon was very similar to the spirit of the undead king they had encountered earlier. This dragon didn't seem interested in hurting them. He wanted something else. He wanted, just like the king, to be set free. Through some quick skill checks and even quicker wits, the party was able to reunite and they were able to trick the dragon and escape unscathed. They then made their way to the library in hopes of finding more information about this city and a few other topics of interest to each character. All right, let's hop back into this. Uh, so you guys enter into the library, and before you is a massive library that has almost been untouched again since the fall. No one has really come in here. Stone columns align the main aisle, rows and rows of rich wooden bookshelves. You can smell uh, fresh parchment. Uh, desks still with scrolls and candles still light up uh, the books laid upon them. There are fires that are burned uh, that are burning probably from a magical incantation that reflect off the ancient tile that still uh, still seem in perfect condition. The bright golden star, the city's crest, still proudly displayed on the hunter green banners that are hanging down. These are also being slightly swayed by a gentle breeze. The slight hint of incense filling the room. What do you do? We enter into the library. Uh, Raytheon goes to the circulation I desk. <laughs> I look around. I am going to be looking for anything that looks like it has any of Celeste's, uh, I mean, Afriel's mark or anything to, that she might be interested in. If you're looking for a book, a particular book, make me a two purple difficulty with one setback die. So two purple, one black. This is a perception check. Now, I'm not looking yeah. for anything in particular. I don't speak this language. I'm just looking for valuable and cool looking. Don't you speak elf? Elven? Oh, I do. Yeah, you speak elven. You said that earlier. Oh, 
Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and make that perception check. Raytheon, go ahead and roll a, a boost die. Okay. Just a boost die? Yeah, just just, just roll. So one advantage, yeah. Find the section? Yeah, you find the section of primal magic. Yeah. Okay. You find the section. Uh, you're sort of overwhelmed. Like, it's a large section. Like, you realize, like, oh, I want a good, like, book on primal magic. And it's like, the uses of primal magic in warfare. You're like, oh, I guess I need to be more specific. I know. Warfare sounds good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm rolling mine next. Well, I find all the books. I, I rolled three successes, one advantage, and a triumph. All right, let's come back to you with the tr- since you've got a triumph. Kaji, what'd you roll? <coughs> Two successes and an advantage. All right, what and- kind of <laughs> Kachi's dead? Uh, he's choking on some uh, some book dust. <laughs> he opens up some books and dust come out, and he's allergic to dust now. Uh, what what kind of uh, what kind of books are you looking for? Oh, like I said, uh, uh, basically anything with Afriel's symbol or looks like it's about Celestials or something that she might be interested in. All right, yeah, you find a, a book of Celestials and it, it has uh, her symbol on it. Okay. So I'm taking that book. All right. Uh, Makra, would you like to make your roll? Yeah, there's a chance I'll pass this. Yeah, two success and a threat. Okay. All right. Um, I like these threats. I like where they're going. I like all these threats. I don't. Uh, you can find whatever book you're looking for as well. Uh, Leo, uh, what would you be looking for in here? Yeah, three successes, one advantage, and a triumph. So this place is really old. I'm basically looking for, like historical stuff, historical stuff about the city, especially anything that would be involving like like the families here, like my family, for example, since they were clearly here. Ooh. I think you could find a family section, the family tree section. Okay. Uh, how, I mean, how would you like to spend that advantage and triumph? I mean, do you want to like alter this success in any way? Like, you want to find a book specifically about your family? Oh, yes, sure. Okay. I mean, it's yeah, triumph worthy. Um, that's triumph worthy, okay. Yeah, I mean, um, geez, yeah. You know your family lived in this city. With an advantage, can I find like a valuable book? Like a book that's like good, like history, just not necessarily for me, but like sure. to sell. The history of this city or the history of the world? Which would I know which one would be more valuable to the world? Like, uh, like which well, one is. Well, I this, mean, this city probably. The city is called the Forgotten City. Oh, then this city. okay all right so you find a book um that is it seems very valuable it's the history of the city you find uh a book of the family tree of your family tree i look at it (laughs) okay um yeah so let's say this let's say it's not just a family tree let's say it's another journal you guys find as well um one part of it is a family tree of the thunder shields the other part is a journal the journal is by the great librarian of valador uh you quickly realize that this individual's name is isla thundershield one of your 
you would assume probably long, 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 way, 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 way back relatives or ancestors. Uh, so you spend some time looking over that, and you're going to find I've got three journal entries for you. Ooh. Would you like for me to read them, or would you like to wait and read them in the group? Uh, yeah, go ahead and read them. Okay. <laughs> I-, I read them, but eerily in Matt's cadence and voice. Ooh, my cadence and voice. Uh, so you guys spend a while, and you guys find, you know, mostly you find the books that you were necessarily looking for. Raytheon, you, it takes you a while, but you think you can find at least one primal magic book that you seem that seems useful to you. As a magic mm-hmm. caster, I think Ruby probably comes along and helps you. She's got a stack of books, um, I think she finds. Um, and she also, uh, actually, yeah, she brings back um, an orb as well. She's like, yeah, so I went in the back and uh, found all these cool books about uh, magic. And uh, apparently I found this uh, kind of orb thing, too. Kind of reminds me of the um, stone. Just, it said it kind of reminds you, me of the stone back you just in. Just uh, picked it up. I was gonna say you just went and found this orb and picked it up. No, she's she like have you learned. Have you learned she, nothing from our time here? Wait, she she goes no 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 wait look I she like places it on the and unwraps it. She's like look I didn't touch it. I wrapped it up. She like untouched un like do does like the the like um leather cloth that's been wrapped around it look it's preserved oh good good yes wrap the mysterious orb in something else's skin wait don't you wrap orbs in in cloth is that what you're supposed to do oh okay you know it's fine look i look it's fine see it's not exploding it looks like the sanctuary stone i mean i get kind of it's definitely round, but it kind of has that same glow. What is it? I don't know. Let's investigate like a- this. Marker, what's your opinion? <laughs> My opinion is that glowing orb should be left alone. No, but I think it, it's, it, I don't know. It kind of, kind of makes so me I, feel smart when it's, I'm around it. Also, I don't know mm. if Makra knows about the Sanctuary Stones. I think you guys told her. They told you about it. I don't remember what the sanctuary stones are, Matt. <laughs> the sanctuary stone, <laughs> the one that the the sanctuary stone that was protecting three oaks. Okay, um, no, <laughs> just that like yeah, would have come up in conversation. All the same, it's not something I probably really saw or encountered, so I know nothing about this orb and how <laughs> right. it may connect. I'd like to make an Arcana check if it's all right to uh, to check to like see what this is and if it is the same thing as the sanctuary stone. Mm, okay. Like just sure. sort of to investigate. Uh it. yeah, sure. Um uh, make me a make me a two purple um primal magic check. Yes. Oh, okay. However, you're gonna add a black die to it. And that is three success, three threat. Three success, three threat. Um, you immediately feel this thing like resist you trying to probe it. Um, almost like you haven't earned access. To it, I guess you could say. Uh, it feels threatened. Where's the librarian sit? Uh, in the middle of the desk. You kind of look back into the backwards chambers. It's an open area. There's a desk with two chairs there, and that's where Ruby says she got it from. It's on her desk. Let's take this to the desk and see if we can do better there. Um, what else do I find out about it? 
I think you know that it, this is uh, this orb with the successes. This orb uh, does um, have a a large, a vast wealth of knowledge contained within it. Do I sense um, any malevolence? Uh, the three threat is that it does not like that you um, tried to ascertain what it was. Almost, it feels threatened. It feels like it's in danger. Does it feel intelligent itself, or is this sort of like an animalistic response? Uh, it feels like it's almost a, an alarm, like a oh. like a security thing. Like you haven't you haven't passed its test or something. It's some sort of magical artifact. And with the three threat, I'm going to say that the next check you try and do against this thing is going to be uh, up. Okay. okay. Um, Ruby, this thing has some security things going on with it. Let's take this back to the desk and see if we can find any clues there to accessing this thing safely. All right. Uh, as you guys do that, Kachi, um, you are, you said you wanted to find, you found that book of Celestials and, and Afriel, right? Um, what do you kind of want to know? You, is there anything in particular that you're wanting to know? Um, the thought is, I kind of would like to to take it back to her. Oh, okay. But uh, I, I mean, I would definitely kind of look at it, see if it has any cool looking pictures, um, or anything like that, or maybe something I could learn about celestials in general. Um, but I definitely be thinking about pocketing that one and see if there's maybe a better one or maybe another one to take her. Basically, I'm not thinking about this as a let's read a whole lot run. Gotcha. Yeah, I think you flip through it and you see a couple pictures of like her actually creating like the great forests of Alaria. Like creating them. Yes. What does she look like while she's creating them? I think she doesn't look like you would expect. Like she's not like a wood nymph. She doesn't look however, you do find a few different depictions of like her throughout this book. Of being depicted differently, like a wood nymph, or more like you know a wood elf, or like a you know the the a a fair white lady, um, just sort of bright glowing. Do you understand that the elves sort of pictured celestials like we would picture angels? Um, and so this is probably sort of, I guess you could say, bent or biased towards that. So that's how they would have understood celestials. So that's how they would have depicted celestials, probably. Does it look uh, totally different than the than the Afriel we saw? Um, no, it looks familiar. Uh, I would say she looks very familiar. She probably is a little different to each person she sort of in- reveals herself to. Uh, but very similar. Uh, very soft features. Very kind eyes. Um, Big old cat ears. No cat ears. <laughs> Big old antlers. Just antlers sticking out of her head. Uh, no, I think, yeah, she probably looks very similar. Um, and she probably also, too, presents herself in a way that she knows people will accept her or be unthreatened by her. And that's probably what you get from, like, seeing all the different um, sort of the different depictions of her throughout time. Okay. Leo. What were you doing? Are you coming back to the group? You guys are all kind of gathering back together. 
I found so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you guys kind of all meet back up together on uh, in the in the um, the sort of lounge or the the study room. I would say after a while. Um. And yeah, I think it's where we meet up as Raytheon, Ruby, and Makara are talking about this um, sort of dark blue crystal orb that they have set down on the te- the table. And, uh, it appears to have some sort of test to check the worthiness of a person to use it. Oh, we could touch it. Yeah, I'm always down for touching a magical orb. And uh, Raytheon starts to reach out. I thought you were being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even stop him. Okay. Have fun. All right, we're... Someone's got to do it. I think when she says that, both y'all reach out. Um, yeah, uh, Leah, I think about this time you come across the, the journal, the journal entries. Uh, Raytheon, um, Matt. make me a two purple, one red discipline check. This is going to work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's disciplined person in the party. I don't know. Ruby's right uh, there with you. Hold on. Matt, I've, I've got one green. Oh, she might have more. She's got more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got three. That's uh, two failures and a threat. Two failures. It could have been so much worse. So much worse. Um, the least disciplined member of our party. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm taking this. I'm taking this as a win. So is Raytheon. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so yeah. it rejects you. You immediately touch it and it's like, nope. Uh, and uh, you suffer one strain and like you're sort of propelled backwards and you fall back into the chair. That's just like there. the girls in the village. Oh, uh, uh, if Ruby was conscious, she would answer you. Oh no, <laughs> Ruby! Uh, Ruby, uh, but she doesn't get hurt. She like well, she gets a failure with two advantage. Yeah, she doesn't get anything either. Um, she kind of looks at you and goes, "Yeah, I think there's." Um, well, step uh, step two is try to eat it. No, no, she grabs it and wraps it back <laughs> <No>. up. <laughs> Takes it, puts it in her satchel. No, no, Raytheon. I- I smack you upside the back of the head. <laughs> what? It's worked before. It's as big as a melon. What? <laughs> I can't How has that worked before? I'm not proud of my past. Sounds like you shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> so, Leah, you uh, searching through this book, you find uh, three journal entries. Would you like to share this with the rest of the party? Sure. Uh, the first entry is October 9th. 5551. In a span of five years, the king has subjugated the wild eastern dwarf tribes and has united them into a great city. He also has vanquished and driven back the frost giants and now seems to have gathered enough strength to set his sights on the orc tribes to the south in the Blackthorn Forest. My husband has accepted the contract to furnish the king with a new sword. King has had a vision for a new kingdom for which the northeastern province of Valeria can find peace and prosperity. We sure have prospered. An impossible task, if you ask some. However, I am concerned upon his return from battle. Graven seems changed. 
I wonder at what cost has this impossible task come to be a reality. You find the next entry, April 9th, 5552. The council has finally returned to Lithuanian. They were concerned about magical energies around the city. The vast wealth that the king has ascertained through the Great War could draw attention of dragons, they said. There have been some sightings all throughout Laria recently. Something is stirring in the land. However, dragon is least of my concerns. I spoke with the head mage. I believe Graven is no longer himself. This shadow magic, as we've researched and discovered it called, seems to consume, transform, and corrupt life. I fear that it is consuming Graven, or far worse, has invited something far more dangerous to take hold. Last entry, October 25th, 5552. Graven, I pray that your fate is sealed in that tomb. May your soul never find peace. May it rot in the abyss. I have no regrets. Vasmir and I did what needed to be done. He needed to be stopped. I pray it will be enough. I cannot rid my mind of that day. When I sleep, it is my ever nightmare. Children, elves, humans, dwarves. Destroyed. All of them. In the blink of an eye. My family with them. I failed them. I shall leave the city tomorrow and return to the Willow Lake. This is my final entry. It's the great librarian of Valador. Signed, Isla Thundershoe. Husseldorf. But what are you looking for down there? Something to kill. I need you to be more specific than that, or we are going to get anatomical with the discussion of what I'm going to do. When we came here, we sensed something had been opened in underneath the keep. We encountered a, a beast it was far beyond any of us. It killed the last remaining Members of my party, I believe, I fear, though, that it something still, still lies down in there, beneath it all, still waiting to be released. That sounds like as good a reason as any to, one, investigate this orb a little bit further, and two, go to the armory. Uh, Hobby goes... No, no, no. Yeah, the, he, don't worry, Howie. Yeah, um, that's where all his goblin brothers and sisters and cousins and uncles and aunts and mothers and dads all live. Oh, well, in that case, we should definitely open the door, set the room on fire and bar it. <laughs> have you noticed how all of our fires have kind of gone away in this city? Yes, to my great disappointment. <laughs> I guess I could try more, but it seems like they magically enchanted this city to, or it is the shadow magic that keeps it from being destroyed. I don't know. Oh, very good then. 
Uh, Dingleberg, you're the uh, so you're a member of this this group that the journal is talking about the new order they established. Is that right? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it is possible that um, it could be the Watchers, the order that I was a part of. They were established by a great mage from the north. I will explain it. I believe his name was Vasmir. At least his last name was Vasmir. Sounds too coincidental to be anything different, wouldn't you agree? Yes. It would be, make sense as to why I was sent here. Was there a member of your order by the name of Morty? Or Mortimer? I don't know. I never met a Morty. Not while I was alive. It sounds like the kind of order he may have been a part of. At any rate, let's go solve a problem. Yeah, let's go take it out. I do have a question for one follow-up for Hasseldorfian here. You said while you were alive. That's not like a little slip of the tongue, right? What do you mean? You just said while you were alive. Yeah. Like, while I've been alive, I haven't met any Morty. Okay, all right. We're good. So through the course of your life, not since your death. Yes, sure. Okay. Well, that's convincing. (laughs) I'm going to just one more time see if I can determine if he's lying. All right, that's fine. (laughs) Uh, You can try and coerce him, too, if you want to try. I mean, like, you you made a... I absolutely want to coerce him. You made made a threat, like, which would you rather do? Would you rather determine if he's lying or try and continue to coerce him? Uh... What what's what skills would those be? Because I'm trying to because if I were trying to coerce him, it would just be a straight like one green. Well, deception, if you're trying to see if he's lying, it would be off your vigilance. If you're trying to coerce him, that would be against his discipline. Okay, well I'll go vigilance then because I'm looking out for him like to be trying to like avoid us, basically. Okay. Uh Against his deception. That's off of... What is that? Cunning? Deception off cunning? Yeah, it's cunning. I always get those mixed up. Alright, so uh, just one purple, one red. Difficulty dice. That is uh, no, no, nothing with two threat. So, so a, a wash with two threat. Okay. Wash um, with two threat. Yeah, uh, so these threats have been piling up. Um, and about that time, like you realize you guys have been way too involved in this, uh, study and you guys begin to hear movement in the, uh, outer library. I think it's time we hide or move. I put my books carefully away in my pack. Pull out the old sword and new shield. And the new shield. Uh, you guys stick your head out and you begin to see like some ferals crawling around the walls and on top of bookshelves and stuff. They have they haven't noticed y'all yet. They just seem like they're wandering looking for something. Okay, guys, you want to sneak past these guys or do we want to fight them? Uh, there's no way I'm gonna be able to sneak. Well, then let's take up positions. All right, Kaji, you. You do your what you do best. I'll uh, take. I'll take uh, taking point. I'm not. I'm already not there. <laughs> K- Kaji, Kaji, uh. hold a Batman. Where's the shadowy place around 
uh, in the next room? I mean, there's really not a whole lot of shadows in here, maybe along the bookshelves, but like this whole place is pretty well illuminated by the the various sort of torches that are burning in here, torches and, and candles and lanterns. Uh, well, where we are right now, if I try to turn up, put out a torch, does it go out? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then I go in and snuff out a torch in the next room and try to start melding into the shadows. All right. Make me a stealth check. What difficulty? Uh, two purple. Okay. All right. A uh, failure with four advantages. Okay. You go to snuff this thing out and you snuff it out. And immediately the ferals like sense light went out and they look in your direction. How do you want to spend your four advantage? They look in my direction mm-hmm. and I'm using that four advantage to, to start going around the corner melded with the bookcase. So I'm not really there where they're looking. Okay. So they know something's up. They just don't know where you are. Yeah. Okay. Move your, where are you going to move with your token? Out of the room and down the hall. Towards the door or down one of the the outer well, aisles? I was thinking about going uh, along the, uh, uh, like, this side over okay. here. Okay. All right, yeah, let's say you're right there on the edge of that, that bookshelf. That's, that's perfect. Okay. Uh, we'll say the torch was, like, right here. Okay. Everybody roll initiative. Because these things know that something's up now. Go on. You want cool, you want vigilance. Uh, by the way, everybody everybody who's here, if this is a vigilance check, everybody who is within engaged range of me gets a boost die uh, because of my heightened awareness. In- engage, we get two. Sure, yes. You can either use cool or vigilance. Either one. I think you guys were alerted to the fact that there was something else in the room, so you guys know if there's you know something going on. All right, who's got four or more successes? Anybody have four or more? Nope. I think the highest we have is a three. Okay, all right. So who has three to two successes? I have three. And three advantages, if that matters. Yes, it does. I'm two and five. Jeez! God! (laughs) (laughs) I have two, two, two successes, one advantage. Got one and one. Or let's roll for Ruby. Ruby gets four successes. And Hasseldorf gets three advantage. Because he's mentally unstable. (laughs) That tracks. He's crazy enough that he might just work. He's a loose cannon. Okay, that's pretty good. It's a pretty good breakup. Pretty good breakdown. That's not bad. All right. Breaking up with us? No, 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 no. Don't worry. I'm not breaking up with you. It's it's you. I mean, it's me. It's not you. It's you. It's not me. <laughs> I'm flawless. You need to... I'm perfect. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right. All right. So here's our order. We have a we have two PC slots. One in PC slot, two more PC slots, one in PC slot, and we end the round with two final PC slots. And just so I don't know if we've ever um Mm, I may have to explain that someday. PC slot stands for player character, and PC slot stands for non-player character. Since we have, I know, a couple listeners that are actually new to um, tabletop role-playing. So, 
top of the order. Who wants to go first? So they, they haven't actually seen anyone yet. They're just in the area, right? They have not actually seen anyone. They are searching the area because they know something is up. Is uh, this guy right here in walking distance at all? Okay, so here's here's everything up. Uh, Katji is at, I would say, like medium range to you. Um, I would say to this table is medium range. Okay. Okay. Uh, so this guy, this guy would be a short range. Sort of this first first table line right here, short. Yeah, he's got like half cover, right? Uh, the shelf. No, he's on top of that shelf. Like he's on, on top, top of the of shelf. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you guys like peer out. I, I don't care. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, you guys look out. He's like on top of that bookshelf, just like sniffing the air, kind of like Velociraptor style. Like <laughs> he knows something's up. He knows something's here. Mm-hmm. You guys okay with me going out there and start a rabble-rousing? As long as I can shoot him. Good. Hobby is terrifying, just so you know. He's, like, in a corner, shaking. I didn't I didn't know if it'd be best if Kachi went first. I didn't know if he had any talents or things that benefited him acting before the enemies. No, I don't. Okay, then I don't care who goes. Okay, uh, so I figure I'll walk right here. And I'll, um... Like, like, I'll, like, they, I'm the only person they've seen. So I'm yep. just going to say, um, I'm just going to run out there and, and swing my sword at this guy and just, just shout, over here. Ooh. All right. Two purple die. And since this thing is up on top of the shelf, I'm going to say it's going to be one black die. He has the high ground. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call him Anakin. I rolled two successes. And a uh, and a triumph. Oh my gosh, jeez! All right, so how much damage is that? <laughs> Starting it off hot, two successes and a triumph. Okay, so I've got three. Um, I have one advantage because I've got a superior sword. Yes. Okay, so I've got um, three damage plus four brawn. That's seven damage. And does that count as three uh, as two more damage, or is the triumph? Triumph's already on there, right? Yeah, Triumph, so it's just two more damage. So it's, so it's nine damage total. Um, and I've got Triumph. And how do you want to spend that Triumph? <laughs> yeah, so I'll just go ahead and crit on them. Okay. Why not? All right. Like Roll a crit. And that's, uh, I've got Lethal Blows, so that's plus 10 to my roll. All right. Yeah, um, looks like it's 72. Hamstrung, the target loses his free maneuver until the end of this encounter. Jeez. And I, having drawn the ire of all these these monsters, I will activate my defensive stance, which has cost me one strain. Okay. Uh, hamstrung. All right. So he loses his free maneuver. Oh, okay. Um, and with with my advantage that we still didn't resolve, I'll put mm-hmm. that strain back on. Okay. All right. You regain a strain with one advantage. Uh, How does this look? So he's up there. So like I said, I ran up and I shouted, I'm the one you're looking for, or whatever. <laughs> um, and I just, I didn't just... Right before I get to him, I jump up and swing down. Just cleave, cleave into the top of the bookshelf. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this thing's probably, like, terrified at this point, being on top of this bookshelf. <laughs> Jeez. All right, who's next? Next PC slot. Well, if nobody else wants to go, I can run up and punch something. Maybe. Can I get to, can I get to this one okay? Sure. All right, is he also on top of something? He is on a table. Oh, that's that's perfect punching level. Yeah. 
He's on a like a waist high like scroll table, basically. Oh sure, okay. Well, I'm gonna try to punch it in the face. Punch it in the face. It's uh, it's gonna be two two purple difficulty. I think with it being high level, I don't think he's got the high ground. Being up top, I think he's. I don't think he's that high up. I think he's just maybe a little bit, a little bit higher than you. Not not bad. The two purple. Two purple. Difficult. All right. Yeah. One second. I want to make sure I've got everything I need. Been looking forward to seeing you hit them with the, these new gauntlets. That's kind of what I was looking into as well. Want to make sure I got got that all all taken care of. All right. Uh, four success and two advantage. Four success, two advantage. All right, how much damage is that? So let's see. The four success plus the four brawn is eight plus three is eleven damage. Jeez, good, not eleven. Don't quite have enough to crit. But I've got a couple weapon qualities. So I've got either disorient three, ensnare one, and stun four. I don't remember what each of those do. You gave um, me too complicated a weapon, Matt. <laughs> hey, it's not my fault you haven't read the freaking daggum weapon. <laughs> <laughs> disorient. If hit, you spend two advantage to disorient the target for one per round per rank. Disorient adds one setback dice to all checks. Ensnare. You activate it with, by spending two advantage, one target is immobilized number for number of rounds equal to rating. That's basically the ice, like this frost ice, this yep. ancient ice gauntlet. That's the ensnare, so ice. Sure. Basically, they're, he's encased in ice for one round. Uh, he has to perform a, a hard athletics check to break free next round if he wants to act next round. Uh, stun four. Stun. If hit, use two advantage to inflict strain equal to rank. Ignores soak. Ooh. Nice. Are these minions or are they adversaries? I guess if we rolled a crit on one, if it was a minion, it'd be dead. So that's a little metagamey, but it's a little (laughs) metagamey. You know what? I'm going to go with the ensnare quality. Okay. All right. Let's let's get the ice activated in these ancient ice gauntlets. How does it look? What's this look like? So it's sitting on the table. I just run up and I square up like I'm getting into a boxing ring with it. And then I just let loose a whole flurry of blows all across it. And it's just encased in ice as it is now ensnared. Nice. And now, um, because I can, I'm, I'm going to be unrelenting about this. Uh, once per round, after a successful brawl attack, I can suffer force strain to make an additional melee attack as an incidental against the same target. What? <laughs> What because why f- not? What um, the heck? I do, oh my I do gosh. In, I do increase the difficulty by two since I'm using the same weapon. So increase the difficulty, not upgrade. So it's a four Correct. purple difficulty check. Against my four yellow. <laughs> interesting. Interesting check here. This is going to be an interesting check, but let's go for it. That is a single success and an advantage. All right. So how much more damage is that? Um, three, four, five, six, seven, eight damage. Hmm. And I take four strain. How do you want to do this? How do you want to end it? How do you want to kill him? Oh, okay. So I finishing fully encasing it in ice. 
Yep. And then I just give it one solid punch and it just shatters. Like the whole thing just, like, yeah. It's like punching up a whole block of ice. It's just gone. No blood, no nothing. Just there used to be something there and now it's all a bunch of little ice cube things. All right. Nice. <laughs> just shatters. Uh, I think the other <laughs> guy, the other ferals noticed this. Um, yeah, okay, all right. So this guy's dead. That was, that was interesting. Okay, all right, so. Interesting as in impressive, as though you're now scared of what I'm capable of as a player? Yeah, it was it. That was that was that was fascinating. Jeez. Uh, all right, MP plot. <laughs> okay. Well, alright. Uh, okay. What's this thing got? What can this thing do? Um. All right, Leo. <clears throat> this thing like jumps down like off of this uh, <laughs> off of this thing, and uh, he's gonna attack you. What's your difficulty? Uh, well, I'm I'm plus four. Um, defense. defense. Plus four defense. That is ridiculous. Boom. <laughs> One threat. Alright, it jumps down, it misses, and just like clatters onto the floor. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it suffers. I don't know. What do you want to spend that, uh, that threat on? It suffers, uh, Whatever they suffer. You're going to say suffer a strain? Give him a yeah. strain? Okay. Suffer that strain. Yeah. Take that strain. Makra, this Join one comes over to you. It's hopping on the strain train. Hopping on the strain train. All right. What's your defense, Makra? Uh, one. One. Boom. Oh, my goodness. He does a lot better against you than he did against... Oh, this this new one does a lot better against you. Oof, yeah, he does. Yeah, two successes, a threat, and a triumph. So, uh, this thing just like slashes you with its claws. It sort of bounds over you and jumps, just lunges at you. Uh, it's gonna do eight damage, and it's gonna roll a critical, and it rolls a seventy. Ouch. Scattered senses. The target removes all boost die from skill checks until the end of the encounter. Oh, wow. All right. PC slot up. Coming to the end here. Who's I'm fine with going. Okay, go. Take it uh, away. Can I can I reach uh, the guy uh, south of me? Mm. And attack. Yeah, uh, I think I think he's medium range to you. So I think yeah, you can spin your you know. Uh, I think you can take your fly to Paul and spin two maneuvers without strain and get there. Okay. So I, the way it is, is basically once I went behind the books, bookcase and people ran uh, up to see what the commotion was, I urged, went south going from table to bookcase to table and then snuck up behind this guy and I am going to just bear down on him with both my uh, katana and my wasakashi. Okay. So you are going to attack double. Mm -hmm. So you're going to use a talent. Uh, dual wield. Um, uh, sorry, dual, dual wielder. Once per round, decrease the difficulty of the next combined combat check by one. Gotcha. And dual strike is going to let me uh, uh, basically spin a strain to use my other weapon as well. And I am going to roll for attack if that's okay. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, two purple, one black die. All right. 
And so basically I've climbed up there and I'm bringing my swords across and I roll just two successes. So that is going to be uh, eight. And the second strike is? Seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, this thing doesn't look too happy or uh, healthy after that, that, that attack. Uh, how does that look? Uh, so basically, like I said, I'm climbing up towards him, and then I just rake across him from behind with my wazik, uh, with my uh, katana, uh, and my wazakashi follows. It's one side blow with both. Um, nice. And I flick him off with you know, one hand. <laughs> Give him the bird. <laughs> All right. Somehow you managed to do it with your tail. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> uh, guess me. Sure, we're at do the, it. If we're at the end of the PC order, yeah, all you've got left is uh, Ruby, Hustledorf, and Bobby the Goblin, who is terrified. Yeah, right he's away. gonna do so much for us. He's um, so scared. Hey, he might just win this whole fight for us. You don't even know. He might be the potion tosser of the group. Um, are these shelves bolted to the floor? Which shelves? The library shelves. Uh, the, no, but they're very big. Okay, I just needed to know if they could be knocked over. Uh, very, it's possible. As far as you know, they are not bolted. Okay. Okay. Well, that changes that changes things uh, for me then, because uh, I was gonna just like try to leap on top of them, but if it's not stable, mm -mm. Um, <laughs> I mean they're heavy. The small ones you'd so be fine on. I can I can make a uh, I can make a a move to here right because that's still medium range. Yeah, that would take two movements. You can move up to where Leo is at short range. Okay, so if you wanted to spend two movements, you could spend your first to get to Leo. You could suffer two more strain and then get to halfway if you wanted to. Well, what I'm what I want to do. Well, I was I was really looking for an angle on this guy, but. I don't want to try to squeeze past this up here at the top where uh, where Makra's at. So instead, what I I'm mean, you'd do, be okay. You could do it. I mean, you wouldn't be safe. I mean, you would you would be safe. That'd be fine if you really wanted to go that way. That's fine. Well, I mean, can could could I get to here, like on the other side of Makra, to yeah. uh, to shoot? Yeah, this I guy? mean, you could get you could get to here because that's where Donovan moved. Okay, to the corner of that that scroll table. Okay, I'll get to the corner of that scroll table, and um, and this guy is going to be my target. Okay. And so I'm going to uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cover that sector of fire, and I'm going to augment Makra. Ooh. Hey. Uh, you want you want you want haste or primal fury? Ooh. <laughs> they both sound wonderful. <laughs> so Primal Fury, uh, you add damage equal to your ranks in knowledge to unarmed combat checks, and your critical rating for unarmed combat checks becomes three. Um, and you add a green die to your next check. Yeah, green die? So, a green die. Yeah, yeah. Augment lets you add a green die. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you could you could also, or you could have haste, where uh, you can always perform a second maneuver during your turn without spending strain. I'm gonna go with the augment one. 
I like the primal fury thing. That primal sounds fury? like that sounds right uh, up my alley. Alright, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to make it happen. Uh, that's gonna be too strain for me. Bring me up to three. And that's going to be a difficulty of three purple. Um and because I think this has the potential to really change this fight. How do we feel about giving uh, giving a uh, story point to upgrading this check to really see if it succeeds and gets the advantages? I'm fine with it. I'm, nice. the, I'm the beneficiary of it, but I'm fine with sure. it. Sure. Yeah, I don't care. We're good. Cool. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, you got play. And we've got a thumbs up from Donovan. So we're gonna we're gonna make this a an even better roll here. I got three dark side. That is two oh. advantage and a triumph. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Man. No success. That sucks. No success. It's a wash with two advantage and a triumph. Oh, man. So, like, how does how does that work for whether or not a spell was cast? It makes him feel real good inside. Like, he's been he's doing a good job. Like, how can we use a triumph in that? Um, It so, doesn't work out quite as intended. Yeah. I would like... I haste uh, myself. <laughs> no, I get myself from <laughs> You, you um, heal my critical injury? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? If you've got a critical injury, we can do that and then use the advantage to distract the one that's uh, the one that I'm covering with that. Maybe. Yeah. What do you you think, know Matt? what? Sure. I, I like this. I, I I like the idea of healing. You know, you go to like you're like charging up augment. You think, oh yeah, I'm on. Mm, I'm on. I'm a roy other ideas. Yeah, yeah, and you just like fire it and, and like Seth starts glowing and all of a sudden like uh your eyes go from being cross-eyed to back straight, Seth. <laughs> your senses are back fixed. I can <laughs> see. I can see. With my with my special eyes. The uh the glow sort of like draws the eye of the one uh whose sector of fire like I'm covering. Yeah, you can give him a setback die. That'd be perfect. Okay, so we'll give give him a setback yeah. die. He's like distracted. And I'll use and that'll take both of my advantage to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like that. That's that's cool. All right. That's my turn then. Okay, it's the second group. Um alright. Well he's gonna move. Stop They're it. gonna move. And Stop let's it. let's start with you, Raytheon. What's your defense? One on the wall, like just skitters along the wall and then like lunges down at you. So I've got uh, one ranged and one melee. One ranged and one melee. Okay, so this girl just dives down at you. Holy balls. Matt, why are you going to do this to me? I'm sorry. <laughs> three, three, three successes, four threat, and one triumph. How far away is she from me? dragon, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> oh, he's... I, yeah... Oh, he's all the way over there. Come yeah, on. he's way over there. He's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm a ways away. Um, um, like okay. 15, 20 feet. Like. So, that is, uh, I think he is going to hit you with, uh, he latches on to you with his fangs. Rude. Uh, it just takes a chunk out of your neck. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be eight damage. Boochie boochies. <laughs> um, that puts and, me at four hit points uh four four wounds left oh by the way uh he is going to gotcha, yeah, you're you so are. squishy <laughs> yes uh and he's gonna roll a critical with 
suspicious. Sure. Scattered senses. 67. <laughs> the target removes all bonus bo boost die from skill checks until the end of the encounter. I mean, that's, that's better that's than it could have been. That's not too bad. <laughs> no, I genuinely did not see that other guy standing there. Like where I was like, I'm going to cover that one, that one with my sector of fire. I yeah. didn't scroll the map over far enough to see that there were two there. <laughs> oh, so, like, no. my mistake. I thought it was that. <laughs> it's pretty funny, though. I mean, <laughs> All right, Seth, the next one is going to attack you. I have one defense. All right. I got one defense, two purple. He rolled. He rolled three successes. And he's going to hit you with his claws. It's going to be nine damage. He just runs up uh, and just lunges at you on your back, sort of just like scratches up your back uh, with deep, deep slashing claws. It does not feel good. Eh, I still have half my health. Gently. <laughs> 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 All right, Donovan, what is your defense? <laughs> The one that you attacked is turning around to attack you. Uh, my defense is power level 9,000. <laughs> I'm power level 9,000! I've got something my, for this. My defense is two range, zero melee. Oh, man. That's a failure with three advantage. Sure, you're all failures on him. So, <laughs> um, hmm. he starts slashing at you, and you, like, parry it i think you you like sort of just beat his his blows away and uh with those three advantage he's gonna take a free maneuver he runs over here and climbs he's gonna climb this this bookshelf um can we uh canon that uh he basically uh snaps at me and I dodge back, but then he tries to strike at me, and I spin out of it. But as I spin, my tail just kind of graces his nose and makes him go, Are you? And, and, and then he just kind of runs back. He sure. He never sneezed before. He has no idea what's happening. This is some sort of new devilry, sorcery that he does not understand. I'd imagine. Oh, man, never sneezing before and sneezing, that would be terrifying. Yeah, it would be terrifying. I don't even know if they, they probably sneeze. They're animals. They're ferals. <laughs> what is this new devilry? All right, so Ruby and Husseldorf. Let's see what Ruby is going to do. Um, She heads out of the room, and Makra, she sees you, are surrounded by barrels, and she is going to cast a barrier spell. Okay, all right. Boom! Holy smokes! Four advantage. I mean, four four success, three advantage. Jeez, way to go, Ruby. That's a good roll. I, yeah. I think your rolls are back for Ruby. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, let's do this. Raytheon and Makra, you guys feel uh, your skin harden and turn like a, a darker shade. It's this is with, not good. It's like almost like a rock. And, and no, nah, you, you you see you notice Ruby like is channeling like the arcane and then it's like doing the incantation. And you no. Are, <laughs> no, no, no. I do not consent. You are gonna reduce. I need an adult. <laughs> both I you, am an adult. Both of you are gonna reduce the damage of all hits by three the next round. Or so, until the, the end of, of your next 
until the yeah until the end of y'all's next round. And actually, you know what? Uh, she's got enough advantage. She's going to do it for Leo as well. She's going to do an additional target as well. So all three of you, Leo, Makra, and uh, Raytheon. Sorry, Cut you. You're too far away. Y'all are going to reduce the next uh, hit that you take. <laughs> Put that middle finger down, Jonathan. <laughs> the next hit you take, you'll reduce it by three. It's Husseldorf's turn. It's Hinkledorf. Hinkledorf Dunklebink. <laughs> yeah, who's Husseldorf? <laughs> Can we have the weekly reminder what his actual name is? Husseldorf. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I need to remind her more than once a week. Okay. His name's Husseldorf. It's never, <laughs> never again. And uh, he hits this uh, feral with a gigantic fireball with three success and one advantage. That's going to be 11 damage. Uh, he just hits that, that feral in front of you with a a fireball set. You see it coming, and you're like, oh god, oh god, oh god! Uh, you duck out of the way, and you see this fireball just wash over this feral. This feral just kind of like arches its back and up, throws its arms up, like, ah! Uh, and yeah, he's uh, he's smoking now. He's he's a little on fire. Not completely on fire. Not for his health. All right. Uh, top of the order. Okay, so then I'll... I mean, if I can go first, I'll just swing at my guy. Is that okay? Yep. Yep. All right. Swing, swing my thing. Away. I put my sword in them. Swing low. Swing What's the difficulty on the uh, the same? It's the two purple. There's two purple difficulties. Not on the bookshelf anymore. Okay. All right. That swing is low. four su- successes and two advantages. It's actually three advantages because of my sword. Golly. That's uh, ten damage before accounting for the. Uh, that's ten damage. Okay, how do you want to how do you want to kill this thing? Oh, this is a. This how do you a, want to end him? This is a uh, another um, uh, diagonal slice from shoulder to to rib cage cleave. Uh, I just I just want him to like just, just squelch out of existence. All right, it's good old meaty squelch. Just like cut him in half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anything else you do with the advantages? You pass them on, or there's three of them. Oh, I'll, I'll recover strain. Okay. Um, I'll, acti- I'll activate the. Uh, I'll activate my defensive stance. Um, I'll be net zero strain, and I'm gonna run over while running over to uh, back up Makra. All right. Next PC slot. Uh, can I go ahead and go and, and probably finish my guy? So I'm going to uh, follow after uh, Skeezy Skeezy. Um, and I'm once again going to attack him with this time my actual uh, dice for my roll. Okay. Two purple, one black. Okay. Not unless you're going to climb up on this thing. You're going to spend a maneuver to get up there? Uh, well, I have two maneuvers, so I can, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So just two purple. All right, uh, once again, I'm going to spend my one strain, and here we go. I have four successes and a threat. All right, what's that uh, damage? Okay, that damage is going to be 10, uh, 10 points of damage, and then nine points of damage. Okay, how do you want to end him? 
so basically, uh, I'm, I'm going to climb up uh, on there to where he is. Um, and I'm just going to wait for him to come towards me. And when he does, uh, I'm I'm just going to do uh, the sword underwater, come up with both of them at the once. And it's kind of like he just kind of, one half of them falls to one side of the bookcase and the other half of them falls to the other one. But both eyes look surprised. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I think as you climb up, like he sort of swipes at you before you get up there, uh, giving you one strain. And okay. that's the end of him. All right. So NPC slot. Set this guy that attacked you last time and was part of the first group. Attack you again. You have one melee defense? Yep. Okay. All right. He goes again. That's one success, two advantage. That's going to be six damage. And uh, he can't crit. So six damage. And um, I think you are sort of just surrounded. Like, he's barely holding on. Um. <laughs> Mark, Mark, do you take any damage with your three-point reduction? Oh, no, I don't. Okay. Oh, look at that. Thank uh, you. I almost so yeah, forgot about that. He just sort of swipes at you, and, like, <laughs> you see, like, the claw marks hit sort of stone skin that you've got on you, and it quickly sort of fades mm-hmm. away. Um, at this point, though, the rest of the ferals stop. They began to look around and sniff the air almost as if they're sensing something. And then they bolt it out of this room. Uh, Some of them crawl up the walls and disappear into holes. Others crawl uh, up to this. uh, You notice that there's actually a couple of holes. Like one crawls up underneath a a rug that was actually sort of (laughs) hiding a hole that went down to the other door. And the other one sort of like the last one crawls through another hole in the side of the wall. And they're gone. Bobby, what did you do? He goes out and goes, <laughs> holds his hand and shoulders, shrugs up. like. <laughs> uh, in the distance, you can all see Kachi as he shakes his head, just turn, <laughs> snuffs out one of the candles next to him and fades in the dark. <laughs> right now, I'm sitting at five wounds and three strain. <laughs> Uh, Ruby just kind of pulls out a, a, a healing elixir and just like looks at you like, hey, do you, do you need this? Do you need one? Uh, please, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, she tosses it to you. Eating quite a lot. Uh, um, I'll drink that. Okay. Yeah, you healed five wounds from that. Uh, oh. Since we are out of combat, you all, if you did suffer strain, can uh, make a strain recovery check. Strain recovery after encounter. It's a simple discipline or cool check. Unless you have a talent, then it can be resilience. I don't think any of y'all have that talent. So it's simple resilience. I mean, simple discipline or cool check, meaning no difficulty dice are added right. to that check. Uh, you're going to heal an e- number of strain equal to successes and advantage generated. Question. Yes. Would you go one yellow, one green, or three green? Me personally? Yeah. I'd always go with the yellow, but that's just me. Unless there's a lot of more, there, more green. There, there are uh, just more of those on the dice, right? Yeah, I mean, they have a chance to, to do a, a triumph. Oh, solid. I'm going to heal two strain. Cool. Who hits an advantage? Is that three? Yeah, so it'd be three. Two successes. So, so like any positive result. Yep. 
any positive result, basically. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to heal two strain, which means that I'm at one. Oh, man. We got through that pretty... Raytheon, are you okay? I'm much better than now. Thank you, Ruby. What the heck happened? Got one in my blind spot. Oh, man. <laughs> I was taking care of these guys over here. So Sorry. <laughs> That's that's what I get for not paying attention. Uh, Ruby heals for strain with four successes. Nice, well done, Ruby. Um, Jordan, as you're sort of healing up and catching your breath, you uh, lean over one of the the tables with scrolls on it, and uh, one just happens to be open and blank. And for a second, you could just swear. That you saw the writing, I told you you would regret it. And you look back and it's gone. I walk over to the paper, look at it, point at it. Fuck you. And I start eating the paper. <laughs> All right, you can eat the paper. And nothing, nothing happens. Dusseldorf, <laughs> uh, what made you crazy? Was it, he's eating paper. No, no. This is not madness. This is to prove a point. To who? The spirit that I assaulted in that room with Ruby. It started writing again. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe be careful eating stuff in this thousands-year-old city. If I die here, I die here. You've been hanging out too much with Dusseldorf. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You don't want to become like me, and he like, his eyes get big, and he like shakes his hands, <laughs> and his mouth's just full of paper. He just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> be like you, Hasselhoff. The battle's not over yet, is it? Yeah, the battle's over. The barrels left. They left mid fight. It it like mid fight. They stopped. They sort of like sniffed the air and looked around up to the sky almost, and then just. Deuced. They peaced out. Oh, now there's drums in the deep, basically. I saw our, our imp companion, or null, null companion for a second. What is he again? Goblin? Go- oh, goblin. yeah, he's Goblin. Not, uh, what's his Look name? Hobby. Hobby. Hobby's, <laughs> Hobby's, you know, he stepped back. Good, good for him. Hobby Goblin. You think with whatever's coming, we should retreat to the previous room? It looks more defensible. Uh, Husseldorf goes to the door and opens it up and looks out. He shuts it real quick. Looks scared. And then goes, just kidding. Okay, what's there? (laughs) Walks off to a bookshelf. We've been through a lot today. (laughs) I don't think it's worth your time or your risk to do this to us. Good one, old man. Hey, Hobby, good job. I I toss him some jerky. (laughs) All right, so you guys going to hang out in this? Uh, library anymore? You're gonna uh, search and search around in the library anymore? Or are you gonna head head somewhere else? The good wisdom, I think, is still that um, if they did not want to be here, we probably don't want to be here either. That actually makes a good deal of sense. We should move on so that we don't. We're not still here when the goblins finally move over here. There was a lot of them. That's true. Makro, what are your thoughts? Mm, move on. 
makes sense. Sorry, Matt. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> to make voice, Seth. I can't really do a Seth voice. I have Hi, like guys. I'm <laughs> that's, no, that's 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 right on. On. There's our oh, I think we should go. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's go. We've Come on, so guys. Books. Play with Charlie in the box. No one wants to play with a Charlie in the box. <laughs> if, I, if I ever miss a game session, just feel free. Just tear into me with that voice. <laughs> that's the voice. <laughs> Oh, right. my, I I'm think Gavin in the box. <laughs> I'm Gavin in the box. Uh, I I'm think Mogger would be. Why come up with fake ads? <laughs> they kind of suck. <laughs> I think uh, I think Mocker would be ready to move on to like find Morty. Yeah. He seems throughout this whole time he's seemed like you know out on the prize. Do we hear anything in the castle? Nope, not a sound. It's right. dead quiet. Maybe someone might say, too quiet. Or too dead. <laughs> um, we're, we're all waiting at the door. I, I look through the door. It's an empty hallway. Ah, he was joking. Good one. I Good one, Hasseldorf. I told you. I was just joking. I stepped through the door. All right, you stepped through the door. You're back in the hallway that you were in before. There's All plenty right, of other been, rooms out there. We've been in the treasure vault. We know that the goblins are in the barracks. Do you guys want to check out the mage's room, or you just want to head out? I think we yeah. should probably bar the door to the barracks first. Does it swing in or out? Uh, swings in. In? Okay. Well, why don't you do what you do with the yeah. chest to the door? I think I might. Um, I'm going to use a utility use of my primal magic to shape the stone and close off the door. Sure. Okay, so just I'm just gonna it's just gonna be a solid like how thick can I make this? How thick do you wanna make it? I wanna make it a, I wanna make it six inches thick. I just Most women are perfectly fine with that. I think it's one purple. Um but and I had been forgetting this. Uh what what are you using? Are you using primal? Yes. Uh you're gonna upgrade the difficulty once. So it's gonna be one red. Okay. I'm a human, and this black, this uh, GM point is now a light point. Uh, by the way, as uh, as Raytheon does this, I'm going to be closely watching uh, Javi uh, to see see what his reaction is. Okay, and I'm going to uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend that light side point uh, that Gavin so very nicely got us uh, to upgrade my own check. <laughs> Don't want to despair. Mm, that would be bad. Uh, that's going to be two successes, a threat, and a triumph. All right. Yeah, you seal this door with the. Um, you seal this door. Um, I want to make sure that, like, with with the triumph, I want to make sure that it's like. Do you want to do it double thick, a foot thick instead of six inches? Yeah, let's let's go for a foot thick. All right, and uh, and make sure that it's not just like something they could just push over, like it's actually integrated into the wall. Uh, yeah, you could do that. I think the, I think the threat is you do this and you hear on the other side, ting, 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 <laughs> ting, ting, ting. <laughs> solid foot of stone. Like, How's Bobby doing in there? <laughs> oh, he's fine. He's he, he. You do it. You look back at him. He's like he gives. He's like he gives you okay side. <laughs> like yep, right, that's yeah, that's good. They didn't like his affinity for flower tendon. 
Well, um, well, gentlemen, I think we've uh, we've mitigated that particular disaster. Uh, let's move along. Where, where have you been all my family's life, Raytheon? Wow. Uh, the, the woods, mostly. You could build, you, you've been living in the woods, and you can just build a wall, like for magic? Oh, no, I've only recently learned how to do that. Oh, okay. Because you could like build like a, a house or a fortress. This is amazing. Have you ever considered going into carpentry after this or stonemasonry? Leo, Leo just sees dollar signs. <laughs> just all over. <laughs> wow, this is... Get some double thick houses. The double stuffed houses. <laughs> I don't all care right. what you put between the walls. <laughs> Safe to say that we're having that conversation while we go downstairs. Uh, just okay. sort of it's a mages, the mages uh, room. Over there or downstairs. You already been to the mage's room. Never mind. Downstairs. <laughs> Thank you, voice. That voice was the guy. That was the secret room you found. Who's was that the dragon? <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> More like you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. That's that, like it. that dragon won't remember Leo. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. All right, so you head downstairs, and uh, it's actually a pretty decent flight of stairs from this floor to the next. And uh, you hit the the bottom landing, and you start uh, realizing that this is definitely like the dungeon level. Uh, Probably some, maybe possibly some torture chambers in here. Uh, Long corridors and halls. you immediately get a sense of fear, and as as you say that, as I say that, I need all of you to roll me a uh, two difficulty fear check, two purple difficulty fear check. Now, this fear checks are done off of discipline, right? Okay, um, I'll go ahead and roll mine because I know that it is likely to be the worst. Oh, it's a failure with two threats. You should have gone last. So we could give you our advantages. No, no. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Leo has merely succeeded. All right, here I go. Wow, hey. Kachi somehow got uh, two successes and two threats. Nice. Right. Hey, Ruby got three successes, two threats. Uh, what's Hustledorf got? So oh, he's, everything. he's actually got a good discipline. Watch him fail. Oh, hey. Two success, one advantage. Okay, I'm gonna pull up. Uh, we'll pull up Makra, just because he's not escaping this fear check either. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, Seth. Seth has great discipline, but always seems to fail his discipline checks. <laughs> oh no, guys! I've soiled my monk robes. Oh gosh, guys! I'm really scared. Lord, I brought the brown robes. Ravian sort of like just looks at uh, looks at Makra, and they have sort of like a Shaggy and Scooby moment. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, as we look around and realize we're in the dungeon, uh, I'd like to uh, turn to Ruby and pull something out of my satchel, uh, and just retro canonically, it's like a little, it's a little patch with like stairs leading down. It's like, okay, you finally got your dungeoneering patch. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've always wanted one of these. Thanks, Catchy. You'll be the best dungeon brownie in no time. <laughs> She hugs you. <laughs> All right. Speaking of that, you have one failure, two threat. Um, 
So, uh, with the failure, you are disoriented until further notice, right? Oh, that okay. means you will have to add a setback dice on all your checks. Okay, I'll just keep that there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you're going to suffer two strain for the fear, oh, okay. for, the, for the threat. Mm-hmm. Sorry, bud. Uh, Leo, you're safe with the success. Uh, Kachi, uh, you had two success, but you did have two uh, threat. You're going to take two strain as well. Ruby's going to take two strain as well. I wanted to give you something more, but y'all didn't do three threats. So. As soon as you, like I said, hit the basement and sort of begin to walk through it, you have this sense of fear coming over. You know this is not a place you want to be. And in fact, like you know that you're probably heading in the right direction considering everything that Husseldorf has told you, your experiences thus far. If this, if there ever was a place to not be, this basement would be it. Uh, you look around and you realize this is probably like the most tainted area that you have seen in the city. The wall is like encased in this black just goo almost. The floor is slick. I mean, it's almost hard to walk in this thing. It doesn't hurt you to touch it. Like a few of you will probably like get it on your hands and stuff. You're fine. It, it eventually comes off. You're not, it's not uh, toxic or deadly. Um, but as you walk through it, silence just fills the hall. The distance, you hear the sound of this echo. It's this slow tapping sound. Tapping like on metal. You even have a sort of a the smell of rotten flesh can be smelt. Um, and you notice you sort of come to this crossway. Um, you can go straight. Uh, you can go left or right. Uh, you do notice that it looks like to the left, uh, it seems like the, the prison cell. And that's where the echo is coming from. Hey, uh, Dumple Bridges. Uh, yes. You know, if you tell us what is after you, we might actually survive this thing. All right, he's going to make a discipline check. <laughs> Oh, he succeeded. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Three successes, two threat, and uh, a, a triumph. He just turns to him, slightly open mouth, and goes, your mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, he finally sort of seems to like, it just, it finally clicks. Like, either he's gotten the courage to actually confront his fear, or something, He he's he's like, nerves of steel at this point in fact he seems a little like sort of steeled towards whatever's coming he's ready for it um he looks around and goes at this point there was only three of us left we discovered what the pharaohs were drawn to it was a portal all i knew is that was our mission to destroy it but before we could Something had already come through it and was lurking in the basement. It was a massive creature. This round, tentacled, eyed, huge mouth and razor teeth. I don't know what it was called, but it was terrifying. It destroyed, it, 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 it would have killed us, all of us. My other two companions, they quickly fell. They weren't dead, but they were close to it. And then all of a sudden, I was thrown through a portal. 
I guess one of them saved me, but I didn't want to go. Uh, the Triumph. How would you guys like to use the Triumph? I got an idea, but... Does he have an idea now of how to close the portal without valiantly sacrificing himself? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could, you could use the Triumph for that. Um, I think he, he goes... As as long as you can break one of the, as you can break the arch, you can break the portal. Sometimes you there there's arcane sigils. I don't remember if this one had it, but if there are, you can un you can unenchant the arch. But will my sword work? If you swing it hard enough, ah. maybe. Bill, what about that shield? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This thing feels great. I look forward to doing this to you pull it, this to people. You pull it out and it falls apart. Does it? Yep. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> after all that. After all that. No, I mean the dragon was lying to us. No, I mean well, I don't know if you would think that. I mean it, Hobby it, Hobby was smarter. Yeah, but the moment we put him in the box, Javi stopped being smart. Yeah, yeah. So his magic was no longer <laughs> effective outside right. of that room. What is the arch made of? I don't know. I didn't get a look at it. There was a gigantic round creature with tentacles, a large eye, casting a beam everywhere with huge teeth trying to kill me. Um, so I, Jordan, know what that is. <laughs> Is there any way I can see if Rivian knows? Yes, you can make... Uh, I think this would be an adventuring check. Adventuring check? Okay. Yeah, I think that would be an adventuring check. The difficulty is uh, three purple for this one. I think as soon as, as, soon as like Husseldorf started describing it, she like pulled out a book and started flipping through it like madly. So she's going to help you. Are we okay with me spending a story point on this to upgrade the check? Because right now the dice sit even. Yeah, you got four story points. Is, is this an important role, you think? or It could provide us with some information about what we're facing that could be helpful in sort of a oh, meta sense. Yourself? Just so yeah. we don't... Okay. I think Mocker would be okay with that. Yeah, buddy! You go ahead! Okay. Um... There we go. That is a success with two advantage. And uh, both of those advantage are coming from the yellow die that we got. So, um, so yeah, it's a success with two advantage, Matt. Yeah, you it's know its name. Yeah, it's a beholder. Mm-hmm. You, you know it's a beholder. A beholder? What is, is it beholden? Is there any chance it wasn't trying to kill you? Maybe it was just amorous. Uh, these things are incredibly selfish and vain. Uh, they probably don't find anything sexually attractive except for themselves. However, I would say with the two advantage, Jordan, you know that something would have had to either call that thing through that portal or open the portal for it to come through. But that's probably not the biggest problem we're facing here. Those things don't just show up on their own. Someone or something brought it through and made the portal to begin with. But more specifically, brought it through the portal. I think the two threat is you 
begin to see uh, ferals walking down three of the hallways uh, on Hustledorf's roll. Oh, Hustledorf's roll. Okay, I didn't know he was yeah. rolling. He had, two, he had two threat with that triumph. So you begin to see ferals come down each of the hallways except for the one that leads uh, what Hustledorf said to the uh, prison. All right. Uh, let's, is there, um, do we see a door in that hallway? Yeah, you see a door. Question, how are you guys traversing this dungeon? Do y'all have torches out? Do y'all have... I'm climbing along the ceiling in silence. <laughs> I've got now a regular sword and shield like a common animal. Is, I'd be it... trying to be stealthy. K- Kaji would definitely be trying to stay near shadows and stuff, but his fur probably doesn't like sticky stuff. Oh, no. You, you probably hate this. Yeah, he's about to... This is this is a suck. <laughs> yeah, even stepping, you hate this. It's like it's clinging to like the pads of your feet. But there are no magic like like there were in the room above. There's no magic no, lights. There are no torches in here. And you hear that's what you hear. You hear the ferals down the other and see their red eyes glowing in the dark. That's what alerts you to the ferals. I, I will be like I'll be in front just for the sake of sponginess, but. I'm not going to, I can't carry a, a torch. Don't most of us have the ability to see in the dark? I don't think anybody does. No. Doesn't, I, doesn't have any I have kind a, of... I, don't I have low? Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Just big old cat eyes. They're useless. Just big old cat eyes. That time when I was little and something hit me in the face, like after that, I can't see very well in the dark. You got oh, to choose. that's what happened? <laughs> you got to <laughs> choose. I, I I mean, if y'all don't want a, a torch, Ruby can throw up a, a small like light spell, like Gandalf. Okay, yeah, it sounds like what we would need. Okay. I don't know, I don't know, Makra. What do you think we should do? I think I think we should I think we should kill all the humans. Hey, hey <laughs> Makra! <laughs> there he is. There he is. Oh, jeez, I can't use his voice anymore. Oh, darn it. You can no longer make a mockery of him. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nailed it. All right, so you guys, I'm assuming y- y'all are heading towards the door. Yeah, you see the door. You run in. You close the door behind you. The ferals stop. Uh, they can't get in. They sort of give up their chase. Uh, and you still hear the echo of something tapping on metal. It seems louder now. Okay, are we ready? Seth, are you, did they catch you all to catch you up? Um, I think so. I can never quite tell if Donovan is lying to me because he's got a really good poker face when it comes to that kind of a thing. So I might be completely mistaken as to what's about to happen. But did he say anything after I left? Anything? He said many things. Uh, okay. I gave you the summary. Uh, you can trust what Gavin said because I was listening. <laughs> or you're all just trying to pull a fast one on me. No, I am entirely too gleeful yeah. about deceiving people. 100%. Be- you married Hobby. <laughs> all this vicious slander about me. I, I, I married I married Hobby to Catchy. Like I yes. officiated. Yeah. Uh, as the monk. Yeah. Hobby's actually makes a sense. girl. <laughs> So are we still on the other side of the door? Uh, no, you 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 went into the prison and shut the door behind you, and the ferals are outside. Not unless you want to fight the ferals. I'm good. 
<laughs> I'm good. All right, so you get into the... Um, you realize you're in the prison. Uh, there's a little guard sort of area off to the left and right. Um, recognize this is probably where they processed criminals, uh, took their stuff. It's a probably a two-tiered uh, prison. There's a bottom tier full of cells and then um, a stair, sort of uh, two stairs, set, sets of stairs uh, facing each other going up and then onto a landing and then another row of, of uh, prison cells. And it goes back as far as you can see into this place. There are no torches. Uh, only light that you would have would be from whatever light that you guys want to have. Do we hear anything? Yeah, you still hear that tap, the echoing tapping sound of like either something's tapping on metal, whether it's a sword or some sort of wood. You're not, you're not sure. Something's tapping, though. Okay, Leo, Leo says, um, whispers to the guys, gesturing to his, his, his bag as he pulls out um, a nice set of shot glasses. Just um, looks like they were carved uh, bone uh, shot glasses, something like that. Pulls them out. Turns out that crocodile skulls are the perfect shape for a shot glass. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, shot glass is enough for everybody. All right, my talent is called uh, Deep Pockets. Once per session, I produce an item of zero or one encumbrance and a hundred silver or less. So you're going to use Deep Pockets. All right, I like it. I like it. Yeah, pull out some shot glasses. All right. It's really the time? uh, When would be the time, Makra? Fair enough. I pour them all uh, a shot of uh, Eldenwood brandy. (laughs) Ruby goes, ah... The, the she, nectar of my people. <laughs> Listen, too young. I take her glass. <laughs> hey! hey, hey, look, she's got a deal where she's from. Listen, Ruby, tell your mom I don't care. <laughs> if you're if you're old enough to fight, you're old enough to down some Elden Wood brandy. Don't tell her I said that. I, I did not say that. <laughs> what? Are, <laughs> <laughs> Terrified, Rubian. Really. I'm afraid of that lady. Okay. <laughs> Gentlemen and and Ruby, uh, good luck to whatever we find deeper in here. Down it, put it away. Ruby downs it. Uh, Mm. I mean, um, yum. Uh, After a few minutes, you hear the ferals leave. And you can look out the little porthole and and see that they've left. All right. Dimple Torf. Where where is the archway? Uh, it's in the crypt. Uh, of course, it's in a crypt. Oh, I thought we were there. No, we're in we're in the prison. This is where they keep people that broke the law. Why does it always have to be crypts? <laughs> you were there. I mean, it was like bone laden archway, or just yes, quite a few tombs were open, stairs leading to the. The altar. I mean, the yes, there was an altar stairs leading to the the portal, the archway. A crypt with an altar. Good grief! (laughs) All right, let's find (laughs) out what this metal is. Get ready, Ruby. If you'll light the way. Does Does Hobby take a shot? No, Hobby's just like I think Hobby's freaked out. 
He's got his sword drawn. His he's like clutching his pitcher really tight. I think if anything, he would throw out the liquid and keep that little glass as if it were another, <laughs> like just a tiny version of a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, so you head <laughs> towards the the um, the sound. Um, you get about halfway through the halfway down. It seems like the the cell hallway, and uh, you come across. Uh, you see, actually, as you make your way through there, you see actually a couple uh, different skeletons in the the different cells with you know tattered clothing. Uh, you come up to the cell, and just outside of like the light that Luke Ruby's projecting, you you hear a voice come through the dark and say, "I saw Darth. You you came back for me." Oh, please, please let me free. I, I knock an arrow. Look here, old man. Hasseldorf, stay back. I'm just going to turn to Hasseldorf and be like, well, your, your lady's gone. Colin, go for it. Nothing in this podcast remains property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. Genesis role playing game, Genesis Lord Gun and Realm Jaranoff, property of Venice and Flight Games. Any content used in the Genesis Foundry belongs to their restrained owners. The Larry Setting and City Book is property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. 